Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello. Hi. <laughs> I'm cold. I've just been mourning before that the podcast doesn't sound <laughs> up enough and you've just started it with... Ooh, I'm, rub- oh. I'm rubbing my hands. I'm yeah. wearing doors. These marriages are not perfect, but all in all, they seem to work. Marriage is an institution for grown-ups. It's like a love-hate relationship. There are no bosses in a modern marriage. He knows he's lucky to have a wife. It's Wednesday. Mm-hmm. We were trying to record three yesterday. Um... But I ran out of time because I had to go and get Betsy Pearl from school. Yeah. So it's Wednesday 17th now. It's the following morning. This is part three of our Christmas catch-up anthology. Simon here, Laura over there. Hello, hello. Zero degrees right now. There you go, That's why you're cold. (laughs) Don't you dare put the bloody heating on. (laughs) Bills in Dubai used to be a shock. Yeah. Bills here are different, but it's like the... No, but when, when we left... 18 years ago, everything was cheaper. Food was cheaper. Bills were cheaper. I mean, things will move on. Yeah, yeah. But you've seen in the news for the last few years about how people are having to turn their heating off. Cost of living crisis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All that stuff. It's real. (laughs) But the the bills, right? I don't mind paying bills. I I understand real life. I understand monopoly. What annoys me is the electricity company or the energy company, we're with Octopus Energy, right? And everything's like a limerick from Leprechaun. My first is in B, my last is in L. <laughs> so what they do, they go, oh, yeah, you can sign up to our thing, which we did. Yeah. How much do you want to pay a month? And I'm like, well, I, I just want to pay the bill, Yeah. If, if you don't mind. Oh, no, that's not how it works. You tell us how much you want to pay. Nothing. Yeah. Can I pay nothing? No. So I said, well, what's the average for this? Oh, we don't know what the average is. So I, after not living here for 18 years, have got to tell you how much I want to pay a month on a system I have no idea yeah. about. So I'm canvassing people. We've got totally different houses, by the way. Yeah. And and different areas charge different prices. Crazy. So I said to the woman, look, can you give me a bit of a clue? And she goes, 185 a month. And I'm like, I'll pay that then. Then within days, they're messaging me saying, you might want to adjust your bill. Right. I'm, I'm not adjusting your bill. This is what you told me to pay. Mm-hmm. And then... Every month they ask you to send them a meter reading and send photographs of your meter, which I've done every month. And they've been like, you're so not using... Like, I don't remember ever doing a meter reading. It didn't work like that, did it? Uh, you're not using enough. So I'm thinking that's good because yeah. what this woman told me is, well, if you don't use a lot in the summer, you go into positive credit with yeah. the money. And then when the bills are bigger in the winter, that money's stocked up there. So for the last few months before the new year, you're not using enough electricity and gas. Gas. And then they phoned me up. They kept saying, can you send another picture? Are you sure this is what it says? And I'm like, yeah, it's what it says. And then in the end, I sent them a picture and they were like, have you had a new meter fitted? And I'm like, yeah, you guys did it. Yeah. You guys came out and fitted a new meter. Oh, our records don't show that. 
And I'm like, how can your records not show that you fitted the new meter that you told me you were <laughs> going to come and fit? The, you know, they said yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, can you send us a little sticker underneath? Can you send us that? Which has got the old meter readings on. I send them that. Suddenly, wallop. Massive bill. Which, by the way, seems really expensive bill. Seems like... Considering... Twice as much as what your parents pay. And your parents, by the way, their house is never cold. No, well, my dad said they turn the heating on pretty much every afternoon. We, twice a week maybe. I'm like Ebenezer Scrooge. We'll betide you if you put another piece of coal on the fire. You know what I mean? Yeah, so I don't understand it with the bills. So that's why you're freezing though? Yeah, I know, I know, but it's it's mental. I got one for the water the other day as well and similar thing. It's just like, is that good or not good? Like wh- what we're paying is, and, and I looked at what an average household is. It said we were okay, but I don't know. What is this new system that we've come back to? It's bloody ridiculous. Just send me, you know, send me the bloody bill of how much <laughs> I'm supposed to be. Oh, speaking of cold, we should mention this. See, in Dubai, we have the same bedding on all year round, right? <laughs> and here, what you do is you have a, a summer duvet that's a thinner, lighter duvet because it bloody does get hot and you don't have AC over here. Yeah. And then you have a winter duvet, which is a thicker tog, don't you? Not us. What do we have? <laughs> We have about three duvets. We have currently got three duvets on the bed and we're sleeping in like jogger bottoms and jumpers. Yeah, and socks. And by the way, we are switching the heating on. We're not living like we're in a caravan. (laughs) But we are so cold. Yeah, so it's not like we're not trying to save money and stuff like that. But genuinely, I wonder how, you know, they're saying about old people and, you know, how how they're doing it. Because I am freezing and I'm in layers of clothing and three duvets and I'm still cold. Anyway, that's where we're at this morning. It's okay, though, because uh, Trump's running for election, so the oh world... Oh, my God, that was in the news. So the world's going to be a better place. <laughs> like, like I, I, I don't... I'm too stupid to talk about politics, but anytime I see a headline about Trump since he's not been president, it's been about how he's been arrested, he's got secret files in his bathroom, Yeah. he's done allegedly done sexy crimes, and just a really bad man, Yeah. right? He can never be president again. It's in the Constitution, something, blah, 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 federal offences. Well, he's uh, been found, he has actually been found guilty of some of them, I'm pretty sure. I have no sure. idea. I have no idea. But in the car yesterday, it's on the news, Trump's won his first leg of his thing to be the Republican yeah. and apparently candidate. loads of people turned out from. It's a bit like here with Tories, though. It's like, it's like a relationship. You know when a woman stays with a bad guy and it's like, how long are you going to put up with him? But they can't leave. Yeah. What's it called? Stockholm Syndrome. I don't know which one it is, but it's the one where you just can't leave. That's what the world seems to be. Well, he's better the devil you know. <laughs> but his speech did make me laugh. Oh, well, because the world's in a mess right now and I'm going to change that. Yeah. Yeah. You're part of who fucked it up. Yeah, exactly. Episode 181 of Husband and Wife Sentence Life. Quick look at 2024 so far. So we went up to New Year's Eve on the last podcast, New Year's Day. Was Leo's last full day. Mm-hmm. We did a Toby Carvery. It was a bit, I went with my cousin. It was supposed to be a big one, as you'll have heard in the last episode. Well, it was York. my mum's birthday, yeah. Yeah, and we'd been dead excited. Your mum and dad ended up not coming up because yep. he was poorly. Then Lindsay's husband, my cousin Nick, he didn't come up. He was poorly. He was poorly. It was dark when we got out there to the world's most beautiful Toby Carvery. I think... So we could have been in a, any kind of little dingy pub anywhere. I still had to go back up to... Uh, Ah, Yorkshire, Stella. <laughs> ah, Stella, for some uh, some hospital thing. Uh, Lindsay had to go back to work the next day for some highfalutin lawyer thing. Yeah. And Leo was Leo leaving was the next back. day. So, so I think it, we were all on a bit of a downer. Yeah, it's that back to normal feeling, isn't it? It's not. It's never nice after Christmas. It's, you know, like when you've been on holiday and you and then you have 
to go back to work and back to normal life you have those holiday blues i think christmas blues is a thing the, the entire time we were in dubai we never got used to the fact that obviously it's a muslim country whilst they do do christmas because it makes a lot of money for them because mm-hmm. there's a lot of expats there you know christmas is still a working day yeah um, I think New Year's Day tends to be a holiday, doesn't it? They, yeah. They have that yeah. as a holiday. But they always get the kids back to school really early. Yeah, the second. And we never got used to that. And I thought when we got back to the UK, yeah, we'd have that week with the kids. So Leo and Honey wouldn't go back to university. Betsy would be off school. You've done all the Christmas stuff. And then you have that week where it's just like a... It's like a re-entry week. Yeah, where you still can play the games, eat the leftover bits of food. Yeah, that you make that promise. We are starting the diet. Yeah. We, we will be starting the diet once all this food's gone. Oh. And... I don't know. I, I said that so many times. Well, we used to say it all the time. But then what's happened this time is, literally, 2nd of January, mm-hmm. I got up in the morning and drove Leo back to... He had to get back for work and college work in Bristol. Yeah. So I got up and drove him back, yeah. and literally, you, like that morning, you just went, "I'm going to take Christmas down," and I'm like, "The fuck are you talking about? Take Christmas down on the second of January?" <laughs> because even by religious standards, and you're not supposed to take it out till the twelfth night, which is I think the sixth, seventh, or something like yeah, that. Yeah. We're not religious, but we like to eke Christmas out as much mm-hmm. as we can before and after. I'm going to take Christmas down, and then I just thought I had a second, and I thought it's done. Yeah, well. I I always reach a point where I'm like, okay, I need the decorations down. Well, every year it is. I always reach that point. I could have left them up for another week. But, you know, I think part of that is when the children leave, I have that, I can't explain it. You know, like, you know, when pregnant women start cleaning the house just before they have a baby. It's that feeling. It's like, right, Leo's gone. I just want to have a clean and, and get the house back to normal and... But you know what I've noticed with you? This is one of your coping mechanisms. Yeah. I've noticed whenever we have free time, and I know you're a mum and your head's always on like stuff to do and lists mm. and live shit and thank God, because where would we be if you weren't? But there are times, like we'll have some free time on a weekend. Yeah. And I'll come in here into our office and I'm, I'm writing music at the minute. So I'll like come in and I'll start writing my music. The next thing I'll hear the hoover hitting the back of the car and I'm like, you don't always have to be doing it. Do something for you. I know. I struggle with that. I struggle with switching off. You don't know how to do nothing, to rest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I think, any. I know it's probably a bit late for New Year's resolutions, but it's never too late. I think one of yours should be learn how to rest. I don't do resolutions. I don't. Well, no, I don't want to get onto resolutions, but you know, do you know what I mean yeah, by yeah. that? Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I, I think it's important for you because I think it's one of your neurodivergent things which we've talked about a lot these last few episodes is you can't do that you can't think right we've got an hour or we've not planned anything today mm. we've got nothing to do till we cook lunch later on on a sunday afternoon I might read for a bit or i might go, you know go for a walk or put a podcast on or yeah yeah, yeah. do something for you and i find because i my problem is you do it and then feel guilty but then we've worked all week mm. and we do a lot of work now and we've done all the school runs and all that stuff. And we've done all the life stuff in the week. And I think the weekend should be a reward. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. See, I feel like, I and again, this is normally the the mum takes on this role of thinking for the kids as well. So like, you know, when I say at Christmas, 
you think about what you have to buy me I think about what I have to buy four yep. of you and it's like that in life like I so at the weekends I'm like right okay what homework has Betsy got to do you know yeah, no I'm not talking about that no no so I'm not talking about the essential stuff no, no, but I'm then, talking about the stuff when you don't need to be doing it yeah I get it I get it but it's just look, because it does make me feel guilty and then I think well I'm not getting any downtime because you can't have downtime yeah. I'm not getting any downtime I find it really frustrating because I'm trying to learn new computer software and things like that, which doesn't sound like downtime, but that's one of my mm. things I enjoy doing. That's my relax. Yeah. No, you know. I get it. I get it. I will try. I will try. But so, it's, 2nd of yeah. January, I leave in the morning. You start taking down Christmas. The girls are supposed to be helping. Honey and Betsy do this great thing, and it's led by Honey, by the way. Uh, oh, we'll go and tidy Betsy's no, room. Oh, no. no, they do it every time. I asked them to do the room and then I asked Honey to help. So you know what it's like, Christmas, you get loads of stuff and then you've got nowhere to put any of it. So the girls sorted out Betsy's room. But I tell you, how is it, even though you've not, we've not bought any more decorations, <laughs> I still can't, it seems like I've got a whole box full more. Well, how is it? I did a six hour round trip in another storm, by the way. Mm rainstorm i do a six hour round trip and i'm thinking brilliant take down christmas by all means you've got six hours it'll be done by the time i get back i'm going to feel shit after this long drive <laughs> mm-hmm. i'm going to be stiff everything's going to be i'm going to be knackered stressed out you i can want, get you back and to come chill to a warm cooked meal everything done <laughs> everything done yeah right i didn't but before i get to that i had the big father-son talk with leo mm. Because we didn't actually get much time to speak to him over Christmas and we've not spoken to him much since we've been back in England. Yeah. And he's making some life decisions now. He's well, coming to the end of yeah, uni. Yeah. You've been having snatches of conversation with him. We go out for walks. You and him, get your heads together. I can hear snippets of what you're saying and I'm thinking, I'm not going to get involved because it'll seem like we're ganging up on him or whatever. So I've I've left it yeah. till this drive. And we have this real great conversation two and a half three hours in car together car talking is is some of the best talking and that's when i get to talk to leo yeah and i thought what i'm not going to do is pile my opinion on mm-hmm. because that's an easy thing to do as a parent i want to know what he wants to do what his motives are why he wants to do it and all of that the amount of times he said to me oh i wish i'd listened to you when you said this to me yeah oh, i wish i'd listened to you when you said this to me yeah it's a double-edged sword it's a nice thing in a way because it's like i said something right but it's not nice because he didn't listen. And so I ended up saying to him on this thing about the decisions he's been talking about making and we're not going to get into them. Hey, I'm going to give you a bit of advice now, right? And I said to him, I don't think you're going to listen to it. But yeah. trust me, if you listen to it, it's good advice. And it's kind of the things you've said to him, mm-hmm. but not exactly. I just drove away feeling a bit like, well, the first thing I drove away feeling a bit like is, how the fuck is he going to tidy that room before he moves out of it? How are we getting our bond back for the state he's left that house in? It's unbelievable. It's like a hoarder's house. But I drove away thinking, God, if he just listened, just a cut, not not the big things, but just a couple of little things. Yeah, yeah, it's a hard one, isn't it? I think it's the curse of being a parent. My parents did it to me. You know, my dad gave me advice that I just ignored. He told me to do one thing with money. I wanted £120 trainers in 1988. <laughs> instead of listening to him yeah and i was wrong and i you know now i'm in this situation with you <laughs> here you are drove back through a thunderstorm get back i just got to london i just got to the m25 mm-hmm. from bristol and i thought i'll give you a call see how chilled out you are my god were you stressed <laughs> 
I've I've not brushed my teeth. I'm still in my bloody pajamas. Everything's everywhere. You've got to get back and help. <laughs> At this point, I've done five hours driving. Yeah, but you know what it is because we've got narrow stairs in this house. So you, the only way you're getting like big Christmas boxes down or up those stairs is if two people are like doing. Yeah. What do you call it? Was it Laurel and Hardy? Yeah. Maneuvers. Well, I, you know what? I got back and I've got to be honest. I thought, just get into it. Yeah. You've been working your arse off. I have been sat down listening to podcasts. Driving long ways is stressful in a little car. Yeah. Let's just get on with it. And we got on with we it. We did. We did. And do you know what? I did feel better for it. It was a, like a, a cleansing of the soul, if you like. So then we had that week with... Well, it wasn't a week because Leo. it felt like a week... But Leo actually left on Tuesday. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was only a couple of days till Honey wanted to go back. Well, that's it. And then towards the end of that week, I started having that feeling again because I knew Honey was leaving. And it. I think Honey had left. Mentally, she checked. See, here's the thing. Honey wasn't going back to uni until... What's the date today? She went back to uni two days ago. Yeah. But she left 10 days before that. And I'm like... Your friends are going back? No, no, a couple are, not all of them. Yeah. And no. I'm like, you want to go back to eating student food next to nothing? You're here. We've got Christmas food. You've got the heat. You're getting all your washing done. You've got the good telly. You've got everything. Yeah, but Honey gets FOMO and there was there were like about three of them back already and one of them was one of her good friends. Yeah. And, you know, so I get it. After a while, it gets boring being around your parents. Doesn't it? You just want some space. She, I mean, she. I've said this before, and it's no I've said this to Leo as well, right? And I've been trying to gently say it to you: is think about yourself at that age. You don't want to be with your parents. You want to think that you're cool parents. Why would they not want to be with us? We're cool. We play games. <laughs> we say what's up. Why would you not want to be with us? We know what TikTok is. And then you think because everything we do, they don't want to do. Uh, Leo's got it, his girlfriend weren't with him. And when you've got a serious partner, mm. you want to be with them. So I said that to him in the car, you know, I get it that you, you probably the last place you want to do is be here. But I think I think I all in all we had a we did have a good time. It wasn't a bad time. And but but that week it was just it was like I could feel honey was more edging towards getting back and Well, we had to go back to we we were starting getting Zoom meetings on third. Yeah. So that week was a work week yeah, for yeah. us. Yeah, so we were we were in the office most of that week. I think Honey was bored. Then we took Honey back on the Saturday of that week and we decided to all go down because it's only an hour's drive, taking her into her flat. And then we were like, should we go out for like a lunch, like one last lunch before we leave? Um, no, I'm just going to sort my stuff out. Yeah, so we walk <laughs> into, uh, into Southend. We've got to buy a couple of bits for her to come back. And um, yeah, she wanted us gone. Yeah. In a second. Yeah. I've got to mention this. We walk into her flat. I've got photos of this. There's whiteboards on the wall. Honey, you whore, take your slut pill. As a reminder for her to take a pill. Honey, you you North London whore, take your slut pill. And this, I'm pointing at the fridge and I'm like... This has really got to you, this stuff, isn't it? Who wrote it? that? No, I'll tell you why it's got to me is because Honey is so... Right. We're woke, so don't start labelling me with some sort of right wing here. But honey, is that sort of pious teenage ultra woke? If you say anything, if we make our usual jokes about somebody on telly, if we do a penis drawing, if we do a penis drawing, anything like that, she's on us and she's all miss prim and proper. But now suddenly she's let because she wants to be part of the in crowd. She's letting these lads who are her peers call her a North London slut whore to take a pill. <laughs> 
And I saw it in a few places. I'm like, that's a Betsy. So when we went back in, there were a couple of the lads there. Mm -hmm. And we took them a McDonald's back and we sat in the kitchen for really awkwardly. And I just went, just wondering, lads, who, who wrote about my daughter being a North London slut whore? You should have seen their faces. <laughs> you don't want a dad saying that Well, it was funny because um, one of the lads is from Ukraine. He, he'd recently learned the uh, the C word, the C. The C yeah. The, the, the worst swear of them all. We were trying to explain different things to him and it, it yeah. was quite funny. So we got the boot out of there pretty quick, didn't we? And that was it. The kids were gone. Yeah. Two days later, Betsy Pearl's back at school. So I came home, changed all the beds. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's what we're doing when we get back. <laughs> Simon, I know you've done another three, four hours driving. Terrible weather again. When we get back, don't sit down. Yeah. Because I'm having my psychological breakdown about the kids leaving. You're fucking doing housework. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I love it. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. So Betsy Pearl's back at school. Yeah. It's so cold mm -hmm. that every day since she's been back, she's been back two weeks now, I've driven her in. We've not used the train once this year, which I know is bad. I know it's bad for the environment, but I'm, the thought of her going out in a little skirt, freezing cold, yeah. sitting on the tube, when she could be in the car, heater on, listening to radio, playing on a phone. Well, the other thing, the other thing I think about is, and I love going on the tube, by the way, I, I really do enjoy it. But this time of year, so many people are ill, you know, and it's that thing of being in that close proximity it is. of people. It's like being on an aeroplane. Yeah, and, and I do think it's a healthier option. I've sort of written off the next month, really. Uh, I, I, but, but it's four hours a day in car. Yeah, yeah, it is. I mean, it's a long, long drive. I guess when you look at it, it's that long on the tube. For But then I suppose we split it. And But anyway, um, so we mentioned in the last podcast, you got me... Uh, uh, what a piss bottle! Is there a, is there an official name for it? Well, you Google. What did you Google? Car pee bottle or something. <laughs> so, so you got me the one that looks like a hospital one, like a Scooby Doo's foot, puce green, horrible, big, massive. Yeah. Doesn't fit in a, in the glove compartment. Doesn't fit down the side of the car. Basically, I, I need to have it on a fucking roof rack. It's that big. Look at me, everybody! I'm pissing in the car. You need a big one. Anyway, oh, <laughs> anyway that not for that. She's not saying it like that. What she means is I'm weeing a lot. <laughs> I'm having to do the mum thing, by the way. Have, have you had a wee before we leave? I have to go. This morning, this is no word of a lie, this morning, I didn't need to go. I'm doing the dad thing, grabbing car running for 10 minutes before we get in outside. I come back in just before I need to go. One of our bathrooms is freezing. Mm. I sit on the cold thing and I just sit there and I lean forward and it's like squashing the bladder. Like, I have got to get every drop of liquid out of me. Yeah. I don't think I've mentioned our friend uh, Michael at NASA. At he runs Space Camp. Mm -hmm. He's the Space Camp boss for NASA. And he's, I've interviewed him and some astronauts before, uh, Dr. Don Thomas. And he still messages me. He listens to our podcast. He'll love this that he's getting a mention. He was suggesting that, I don't know if he was going to send me one, but what the, the astronauts have inside their suits to do the toilet. Right. Imagine NASA sending me a thing because I can't hold me wee in. <laughs> 
I was disappointed with me pea bottle because I had found a concertina pea bottle that goes down to the size of a coffee cup yeah, but stretches out yeah. to about a litre and a half. So no one's weighing that much, even dads. And it, but, it, but the thing is, it's discreet. It is a third, probably a quarter of the size of the yeah. bulbous thing you bought me. And when I went to buy it, you went, ah, ah, ah. this is in December. Don't buy that. You never know what Santa's going to bring you. <laughs> and I even said then, well, I hope Santa's bringing me this one. Yeah, yeah. I ordered the new one. Yeah. And I just want to give you a quick update on this. Right. I'm going to mention something illegally and I apologise. I have tried three times to have a wee at traffic lights because I've been busting that bad. Mm-hmm. And I've ended up totally weeing all over myself. I've got a th- I've got two thirds of it in the bottle and a third of it on my jumper, my joggers. It's been so frustrating. So this morning, I'm driving back. By the way, I'd had a pee just before I left. I'm driving back today. Mm-hmm. I got uh, halfway up Finchley Road, and I'm just coming up to a traffic light. And I'm thinking, I'm busting, I'm busting, I'm busting. The traffic lights had just turned red, and I just thought. I can't do this again. And it was a side street. I just pulled off. I did it properly. Bob's your uncle. Fanny's your aunt. Still, I'm having a wee in the car. It could be indecent exposure, but I didn't get any wee anywhere other than in my bottle. That's good. Insert round of applause sound effects. Yes, exactly that. So I, I'm happy with that. I still think... <laughs> still think I've got a problem. Yeah, I do. Well, I'll get my wee in problem out when you start stopping ruining our free time. Okay, time, okay. You know. <laughs> Let's do a hair update. Oh. So I started growing a beard. Yeah. Accidentally. I think it was at the start of, is it Movember? I didn't do it for Movember. Were you trying to get some rolls as Santa? Well, I'll tell you what. There were no grey in it, were there? No grey whatsoever. Because have... you know, I've got grey on the sides. And I thought, I, I always had this thing where by the time I can grow a beard, because yeah. I've never been able to grow one, it'll be grey. And I'll never get to have the manly beard look. I just stopped shaving because shaving annoys me. Yeah. And the stubble became a teenage loser beard. And I just I just thought, I'm going to ride it out. I rode out your mood towards it, <laughs> initial mood towards it. And I stuck with it. I only shaved it off last week. You did, yeah. So it was probably Me two, too. two and a half months. <laughs> <laughs> probably two and a half months growth. Yeah. You were telling me it was starting to get a bit bushy. And yeah. you said, oh, you've, you've been dropping it. Can I just trim it up for you a bit? Can I? So I thought, I'll get me hair clippers. I'll start with the longest fork. You know yeah. the thing you put on the hair yeah, clippers, yeah, yeah. the guide? Yeah. And I'll just start doing it until it's a reasonable length. Anyway, as soon as I shaved a bit off, it just looked rubbish. I knew, But I knew that wasn't the way to go. I just needed to get the scissors and just trim it up a little. You wouldn't let me. Anyway, I shaved the lot off. You did. and I walked out and you and Betsy's reaction. I wish I'd filmed it. <laughs> what, would, what did you think? First well, of all, what did you think of the beard? towards the end and what did you think when it had gone well i didn't like the beard to start with as you know and then i got used to the beard and i quite liked the beard um why why did i like it yeah tell me why i don't know i just got it's not because you were more you've manly said you hate beards I, i'm not a fan of facial hair yeah good job i am <laughs> Bing. yeah i don't know i didn't i just got used to it you look different you look very different and even now even today sat here looking at you Without a beard, you look really different. Betsy's um, example was Tony Bellew, like Tony Bellew, because he had a he had a goatee in in I'm a Celebrity because he did Movember. Yeah, and then he and then he grew it a bit more, and then one day he has he had nothing, and he said his wife didn't like that because he looked like a little boy. 
and it was that kind of like weird thing of like, oh, you look so different and you do look different. What noise was that? (laughs) 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 But I don't know. I've always liked clean shaven you. Really? Yeah. Such a pain to maintain. You, you you prefer it as well? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you know it's a pain to maintain. Yes, it is. So the beard's gone. But you know the nice thing now is when I shaved it off, I thought, I don't care because I know I can grow it back now. Yeah. And it, do you know what? I, mean, I think I might start making it my winter thing. It is, it is quite a wintry thing. Around October, I might say, that's it, beard time. I am bored of the winter now, though. I'm, I'm so well, over. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Get ready because you've got another three months. Of Everyone's it. been telling me, ah, January, February, the worst months. Brilliant. In Laura hair news, barely a day goes by when you don't moan about your hair for right. one reason or another. No, this is a thing. Since we've moved back, everyone says the water in London's really hard water. I don't know what the different waters are, but we've been told by several people the water in London is hard. So in our showers, we have like filters, but it's definitely different water to Dubai. In Dubai, my hair grew really quickly. But every woman in Dubai moaned about the quality of the water. Everyone said, oh, you've got to have these special uh, shower yeah, heads. Yeah, no, you've got I, to have I, I this. know, but my head, for whatever reason, has always grown quicker in Dubai and, and thicker. And my eyelashes, everything. Since we've come back, I've, my eyelashes keep snapping off. My fringe is really thin. It isn't. Well, it's not a thin. It's not a thin fringe, but it's from when I, when I'm doing it, I can feel. And I know I'm not getting older, but it's not all happened in that month. So it's just I felt like really. Bleh. You've been cutting your own fringe. Yeah, your fringes looks like you know when you see a stock exchange graph and it's zigzaggy and goes down. It's, you've been cutting your own. <laughs> Look at your face. You said I did an alright. You've job. made a great job of it. I I mean, home hairdressing is a bloody risky thing to do, especially with a fringe. You've made a good job of it. You've never cut it too short because a short fringe looks bloody ridiculous. And then the other day, we were doing a big Tesco. Yeah. And you were like, I'm getting hair dye. Yeah. And I think we've just both got whipped up in the moment because we stood in front of the hair dye. And there was the, I don't know what brand, it's like an extreme colour brand. Yeah. And there was blues and purples and pinks and oranges. Yeah. I got myself a peroxide and I'm like, I might do that again just for a laugh. And you got yourself... Well, we've described it as the red, as is her name Diane on Strictly. Yeah. So you've got that kind of, I'm another, but it never comes out like the box. Even if the box promises that dark brown hair will turn this colour. Bullshit. Well, I've got red in my hair anyway. Whenever I've put dye in my hair, it normally brings out a bit of red. But I went for one that was like over the top red because I thought, well, I've got red in. Can we say why you wanted to dye your hair or is it off the... Well, the fact you've just said, can we say why? No, I, I have said... That I touch up my greys that are around under my fringe, right? Yeah. Hey, look. Hey, I still don't have them in my roots. <laughs> I, do I have them in my no, roots? No, no, no. Right. It's so. the back. Oh, yeah. Can we talk about that? That's the bit I want to talk no, about. No, no. So suddenly I've got like neck grey hairs. Now I see you. I don't tend to see you from behind that much. <laughs> do you not? <laughs> <laughs> no, but even if I do, I don't see you holding your hair up. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you could. You said to me, yeah, but look at this. And you flipped the back of mm. your hair up. Oh, my God. I don't know what's happened. It was like a bale of fucking straw. Just, yeah. And it's like one patch there and one patch under my fringe. Yeah. So what I wanted to do really was just get a little bit of brown and touch up those points. Because yeah. I, don't, I don't like dyeing hair anyway because it's bad for your hair. But for some reason, I just thought I'm going to dye my whole hair a bright red. I'm just going to. Yeah. And then I did it. 
and I had that instant regret. By the way, the bathroom looked like a bloodbath. Yeah, carry. Yeah, I had an instant regret because I was like, yeah, but I know how it's going to come out and I'm going to look like chav mum. <laughs> well, we compared it to some people like there are, there are sexy people you compared it to and then there was the chavs you compared it to and I'm like, yeah, but you're, you're hot, right? So you're going to come out having the hot ones. As you're painting it all on, topless, in bathroom, painting it on, <laughs> looking very fetching, I'm like, I'm going to go and get Betsy. So I leave. Mm. And I come back in. And in the house, under house light, it just looks like you've dyed it darker. Yeah. It all looks one colour. It looks uniform and all of this. And you're like, I don't like it. I, I wish I'd not done it. I don't like it. And I'm like, it just looks normal. I don't know. I don't know what you're going on yeah, about. Yeah, barely see it. It didn't do that thing. It didn't go bright red it just looks anyway. it looks like someone who's done a hair dye Do, no it's not a it's not bad by any means anyway the next thing you go out to the back garden to clean up charlie's dog shits right which we have to do regularly you're out there mm -hmm. i walk through the kitchen and see you in the back garden i almost didn't recognize you because when natural daylight hits it it is red yeah that's when the shade comes out yeah well i i said like ruby wax like uh janet, oh, street, yeah, janet porter. street porter you're like i look like that woman with teeth <laughs> so that's it beard's gone hair's red yeah well i'm, I'm hoping that the red's gonna run out quick i'll tell you what we were gonna do recommendations in this episode but i think because there's that many mm -hmm. let's do a recommendation special of all the films we've watched that we've loved right okay. because there's a lot let's just finish on Talking about the post I got the other day. Ah, yes. Have you still got it? Have you binned it? Yeah, I did. Okay. So for three months before Christmas for you and probably for a month before Christmas f for me, we do that thing where you get the free month on Amazon Prime. I think everybody in the world does mm -hmm. it. And you send all your Christmas presents. Yeah. yeah. You order all your Christmas presents. So you start getting a lot more emails from Amazon. Yeah. It's normally like, hey, you bought this. Um Maybe you'll like this. Hey, you bought a microphone. Maybe you'll like these headphones. Yeah. You know, it's not always to do with what you've bought. I want to preface it by saying <laughs> that. And by the way, what I'm going to describe, I, I've been using Amazon pretty much since it started and I have never had this before, right? Definitely would never have had it in Dubai, right? Maybe, maybe they were like, oh, he's moved to the UK. Yeah, he's off the leash. Yeah. But why me and not you? <laughs> so... We were heading out to the shops. The postman comes. I pick it up as we get in the car. And you got all excited because it said free trial. They're going to send me free things to try. Yeah. You can see that from the envelope. And I'm like, because, you know, I've worked on radio for a quarter of a century. Get used to get a lot of freebies. Yeah. That was a perk of the job, which I'm not getting anymore. Mm -hmm. Here's a little bit of that back. Nice one. I just write reviews for him. Sorted. We get in the car. <laughs> I open the envelope before you get in the car. You get in the car. I am a gibbering wreck. We are cracked up laughing. <laughs> so I open it up. Not even discreet. It is an A4 piece of paper. We're going to send you these items to review and uh, you'll get credit in your Amazon account for reviewing them. How many pictures would we say? Eight? Twelve? Yeah. Every single one of them. A vibrator. Cock rings. Butt plugs. Butt plugs. There was like this... Fleshlights. Flowery clip Well, what thing. did you call it? Clit rose. A clit rose. <laughs> what is a bloody clit rose? We're going to send you these. Review them. Am I? And then you, then, then you were like, "What? So what do I do then? I have to, we have to try them out and then send them back." And I'm <laughs> like, "I'm pretty sure they don't want them back." I couldn't believe it. Yeah. The funny thing is, 
because then you I think you went off again you, we'd gone the shop and you dropped me off and you went off so I, and you were like get that letter disposed of don't just put it in bin burn it yeah so I get in and I and I the the website at the top I'm like is this legit like is this really from Amazon yeah. so I type the website in straight away there's loads of posts of this exact letter people saying the same thing uh, yeah and they're saying like that this this scam thing in that is it a scam well it's it's basically a butt plug scam you you buy them but you don't necessarily get that that amazon credit back or the fit the money back and it's but obviously we weren't going to do it so but... i end up with 12 yeah. sex toys <laughs> basically <laughs> our house looks like a corner shop version around summers and 500 quid out of hey, pocket you've just said like, like that i should have my own uh like fun time we could have some fun time like I'll tell you what I wasn't thinking about on a Sunday morning is we get up on a Sunday morning, the holy day, Betsy Pearl starts playing piano or make, Googling friends. I come in here and start Shall playing around on Logic. Should we try item A? And all I can hear, I'm like, are they doing some work outside on our own? <laughs> it's you upstairs with your bloody jackhammer range. Oh, so dear. that's a true story. That yeah. actually happened. I bet there's other people that have had this. And it's a scam. Well, it, it looked like it was. There were so many... Because like... you did not seem too happy to get rid of that letter. Well... It's a freebie, isn't it? But as you pointed out, right, and we've talked before about that you, you're quite paranoid and insecure. Mm-hmm. Well, the, at the last line of the letter said, if we have upset you in any way, we apologise in advance or something like that. And I was like, this is going to cause marital... Re- like Because it came to me. So you're, you'll be like, why are you getting sex toy letters? Yeah. I don't know why I am. First of all, let's say it was internet viewing habits, right? Yeah. Which it's not, by the way, but this is a, a hypothetical. If I was doing that, I'm not doing it and putting my full name and address in. Yeah. And I got my bloody name and address. So that's not happening. Yeah. Right? What? How has this happened? I, maybe it's just that we're, they, they've seen that we've spent a lot on Amazon. I, I, yeah. And yeah. And they've thought. Maybe they've heard podcasts and said, these people need to get at it more. <laughs> They're not getting on. <laughs> Yeah, well, I think we'll leave this one there. I think that's enough. Here's a good place to leave it. Good place to stop. I'd be interested to know if anyone else has got this letter this Christmas. I can't call the episode the butt plug incident. No. I think of something. Hey, um, we'd love to hear from you. If you want to get in touch, husbandandwifepod at gmail.com. Or you can get us on the socials and stuff like that. We're going to back into... the next, Let's do a reviews one. Okay. Uh, it'll be a quickie, but we'll talk about, because we've seen a bunch of films, we've been to cinema, we've watched some good TV, so we'll uh, we'll get that on there for the next one. Okay. But for now, arrivederci. See you later. The end.